you've probably heard the popular phrase, it's okay to not be okay. It's all over social media. Today, we are going to answer the question, is it really okay to not be okay? Or is this phrase in philosophy doing you a major disservice? So let's get started. Welcome to Gratitude Builds Fortitude, the podcast where we optimize gratitude and mindset to create a healthy, thriving body. It's time to say no to that list of three things and yes to gratitude on your own terms. I'm your host, Holly Bertone. You deserve love, happiness, and laughter. So let's get started. Hey there, sunshine, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Gratitude Builds Fortitude. I'm your host, Holly Bertone. I'm a breast cancer and autoimmune survivor turned certified natural health coach. And my mission is to help you optimize gratitude and mindset so that you can transform your overall health and wellness. And my mission is to help you optimize gratitude and mindset so that you can transform your overall health and wellness. Before we get started, I want to take a moment to thank you for being here and to acknowledge you for taking the time to listen to the Gratitude Builds Fortitude podcast and to invest this time in yourself and your mindset. I know that the journey to better health can be a struggle, and I want to give you a shout out for taking this positive step in the right direction. It's okay to not be okay. This phrase has been around for a while, but it seems like overnight it is everywhere. How many times a week have you seen this on social media? Or have you even said this to someone or even yourself? But is it really okay to not be okay? Or is this phrase in philosophy? doing you a disservice. On this episode, we are going to explore why and when it's okay to not be okay, and then flip this upside down and figure out when it's not okay to not be okay. Okay? (laughs) But first, what does it even mean to not be okay? Considering this phrase was from a movie and a popular hashtag, it's not a clinical diagnosis of anything. Not okay means just that. I'm not okay with this situation. I'm not handling things well. It can be a divorce or relationship problems or financial problems, or maybe you're grieving the loss of a loved one or someone you love has received a devastating diagnosis, or maybe you've received a devastating diagnosis, or maybe you're going through cancer or autoimmune or chronic health challenges or have debilitating pain or fatigue, or maybe you struggle with anxiety or depression or PTSD. It can be short-term. It can be long-term. Not being okay. It can last for an hour or it can last for years. And ironically, ironically, the other day when I was writing my notes for this episode and totally not planned, just random synchronicity, I was feeling a little bluesy. Yes, Holly Bertone, gratitude coach. Yes, I do have days where I feel bluesy. Gratitude is not about walking around with your head in the clouds, wearing rose-colored glasses and unicorns and puppy kisses. Well, I do love my pug Hannibal, so I am grateful for my chief nap officer and lots and lots and lots of puppy kisses. But anyway, you get the point. You can be a grateful warrior and still have bad days. It's called being human. It's called being normal. I would worry if you didn't. But I did get a little chuckle out of the irony that As I was writing notes about an episode called It's Okay to Not Be Okay when I wasn't 100% okay that day. Hashtag irony. Now I feel like I'm in a Dr. Seuss book. So I guess what I'm trying to say is the way that I see it, right? 
it's this concept. It's on a spectrum, just like our emotions. So let's talk about our emotions. And yes, let's talk about the colorful ones. When you're experiencing something that brings out those colorful emotions, the anger, the grief, the frustration, the anxiety, the shame, the sadness, especially if this is attached to a chronic condition or an illness, it's important to acknowledge these emotions, to be present to them. I believe that as humans, the strongest, most powerful place that we can be is in the present because that's why they call a present a gift, right? The present is our gift. When we focus on the story of the past or when we worry about the future, it keeps us from not just acknowledging where we're currently at in the present, but to actually honor that place, regardless of what that place looks like. And even if that place is in the middle of an ocean of colorful emotions, even if that place feels like a dark tunnel with no way out. When we jump too soon into things like, oh, just be grateful or, oh, just think positive, it's actually not good for us. There are two terms that are very similar that describe this. One is called spiritual bypassing and the other is called toxic positivity. And the definitions are really close, so let's not split hairs. Spiritual bypassing is when you use spiritual explanations to avoid complex psychological issues. And toxic positivity, on the other hand, involves dismissing negative emotions with false reassurances. So what does this actually look like? Either of these can sound like everything happens for a reason. It was for the best. Good vibes only. Stop trying to be so negative. Oh, just think positive. Oh, just be grateful. Why is there always an O in the front of that when people say that, right? But when you deny your feelings and you jump right into this false sense of positivity, it can result in increased anxiety, disregard for personal responsibility, emotional confusion, and even increased feelings of shame. When you deny your feelings, they don't move through your body. They have nowhere to go. They just stick around on your insides like a clogged drain. Yeah. So it's 100% important to be present to all of the colorful emotions. But not just that, to acknowledge them, to accept them without judgment, to ask them what their purpose is, and to thank them for bringing this to your attention. It really and truly is okay to not be okay. It's an emotionally healthy place to be. But here's where it gets tricky. And this is when we start skating on thin ice. And this is where I'll say some things that might sting. So before I get into this, I want to challenge you to listen to what I'm about to say with an open heart and an open mind. It's okay to not be okay, but it's not okay to not be okay and not do anything about it. At some point, Marinating in this place of not being okay also becomes detrimental to your health. So what does this look like? Instead of acknowledging the colorful emotions and letting them work their way through you, it's holding on to those colorful emotions and becoming a victim of your circumstances, giving up, not taking any personal responsibility, blaming everyone and everything around you, using distractions to avoid reality. And when we are paralyzed in that feeling of not being okay, 
This often results in engaging in unhealthy coping behaviors and poor choices, especially when it comes to our health. These people may start seeing increased anxiety and increased depression or drinking too much or other substance abuse or overeating or eating processed and comfort foods to numb the pain, lying on the couch or in bed all day, binging on Netflix, and then justifying all of this with an excuse of why they are a victim of their circumstances, explaining to everyone they know over and over again that this is how it has to be, and then getting angry when someone kind of checks them on it. And then if this does become something long-term, they typically find that they have now surrounded themselves with people who will justify all of these unhealthy coping behaviors and poor choices by telling you how strong you are. So let's take a pause and let me check in with how that landed for you. Are you feeling some resistance? Are you even feeling kind of angry that you know what I'm saying is true, but it's a truth that you don't want to hear? And I know this might sound harsh to some of you, but please know that I say this with love and it's tough love, but it's from a place of love because I was there after hitting rock bottom three times, I gave up. I did most of the unhealthy behaviors I mentioned above. I don't know what you're going through, but I do know what it's like to be in such a place of not being okay to give up. There's a fine line between not being okay and not being okay and not doing something about it. There's a fine line between honoring the event and emotions that you're going through and when it's time to pick yourself up and start taking steps to the other side. Only you know what that line is. And only you know when it's the right time to cross that line from not being okay to doing something about it. I'm not here to tell you which one is the right place because if you listen to this episode, it really does depend. But I'm here to challenge you to get present to your feelings, to your emotions, to your situation, and to your reality. Here's the other thing too, and what we all seem to forget. So I'm going to say the quiet part out loud. None of us get through life without some kind of suffering or some kind of tragedy. Not belittling the experience because yes, it sucks when it happens to you or someone you love and when you're going through a difficult time. I've been through more than my share of struggles and difficult times. We can't always control what happens to us, but we can control how we respond. And the decisions we make every single day will determine the path that we're on. My challenge for you is that if you are in a place of not okay, that you take some time in the quiet and ask yourself, what is this teaching me? What can I learn from this? How can I grow as a person from this situation? This is how you rise up from that place of not being okay. Because the lessons you learn from success are no comparison to the lessons that you learn from the dark places. This is when you make the pivotal decision. This is the moment you choose to learn everything you can from this time of not being okay. And that becomes the fabric of your character. And that will propel you to more success in life than anything else. This is how you get through those difficult times. This is playing to win. The methodology that I teach in my program helps you to do this very thing, to use the power of gratitude 
to help you build that fortitude, that mental toughness and that mental strength so that when the difficult times happen, you have the tools to navigate in such a better emotional state. And speaking of difficult times, if you are going through your own challenging time, then I encourage you to register for my free webinar on navigating difficult times. The link is in the show notes, or you can go to pinkfortitude.com slash difficult times. And again, it's free to register. And speaking of gratitude and difficult times, I have a funny story to share about when Mama Fortitude passed several years ago and not being okay. Yes, the grief was overwhelming. And I was already knee deep in my own gratitude practice, plus all of the science and research. And at one point, I was in that dark place that it's normal to go when a loved one dies. But here's where it gets kind of funny. It was almost like I had two competing voices on my shoulder. One voice was telling me that I'm into this gratitude thing. I should start being more grateful for all the memories and the years and the time that we had together. And then the other voice was like this angry and defiant toddler with their arms crossed. You know, I don't want to be grateful. Or like my great aunt Myrtle used to say with her arms crossed, I ain't going to do it. The two voices, they're like dueling banjos. Remember the movie Deliverance? You should be grateful. I don't want to be grateful. You should be grateful. I don't want to be grateful. And then the strangest thing happened. I started thinking about my yellow pencil. You know those mechanical pencils? Like you just click on the eraser and the lead comes out, right? You could buy them for like a dollar, I think. Well, I had a favorite yellow mechanical pencil, kind of like Office Space and the Red Swing Line Stapler, which I also have. But for whatever reason, I was attached to this pencil. It made me happy. And somewhere in the middle of the battle between gratitude and the defiant toddler, I realized that I was grateful for this stupid yellow mechanical pencil. A pencil, people, a pencil. That's all it took to be grateful to my pencil. It was the crack that opened the door to let gratitude back into my life. And it's what started to pull me out of my grief. To go from not being okay to taking one small step at a time to rise back up. You know, this episode was deep. And hopefully you can agree that it is okay to not be okay. And hopefully you can look inside and realize there's a time and a place when you're not okay. That it is okay to do something about it. And if you are in that place where you aren't okay, if you feel like you're in a dark tunnel and you still have hope, if you're willing to raise your hand and say, I am ready to do what it takes, but I need someone to help me get there, then it's time to chat. I'm here to be your gratitude coach and your mentor, and I'm super excited to be on this journey with you. And if you want to find out how much gratitude and grit that you have, be sure to take the quiz and you can find that at pinkfortitude.com slash quiz. And the link is also in the show notes. And when you take the quiz, you'll receive personalized gratitude and mindset resources to get you started to reverse the cycle of disease and take control of your health and your life. So thanks for tuning in to another episode of Gratitude Builds Fortitude. It has truly been my honor to spend this time with you and I'll see you next week. We have some real talk here for a minute, just between us girls. Can we have a conversation about what the end of the day looks like? I'm talking about that moment when you've crossed off all the things on your list. Okay, they're not all completed, but you're done for the day. And when I say done for the day, I mean you are done. 
and you sit on the couch to actually relax for a few minutes before bedtime. You know that moment of pure bliss when your bum hits the couch cushion and then you sit back in this heap of exhaustion. You pull the blanket over your legs, literally breathe for the first time all day. And it's not, it's not even one minute later. And it's your spouse. Hey, hon, your kid, mom, or you pick up the phone to scroll on social media and then your boss sends you an email you need to respond to, or you see something that like, oh shoot, I forgot to do something that can't wait for tomorrow. And then the dog's doing the potty dance because spouse or kid never took them for a walk, even though you asked them to. And it's that moment that you feel this resentment fill your body. And then you probably feel guilt on top of it because this is the life that you've always dreamed of. You've got a great career and a great family. So you might be wondering, why do I feel so drained? Why is my life sucking every ounce of energy out of my body? I'm here to tell you that the world is not going to crumble if you say yes to yourself, but you will eventually crumble if you don't. You deserve to take care of yourself and your health. And it begins by saying yes to you, which is probably the hardest yes that you're ever going to say. And that's why I created a very special private podcast series. It's called Your Comeback Experience. And it's specifically for you, the woman who has a track record of success in everything that you do, but you are burned out and something's still missing. And somewhere along the way, your health got pushed to the side. It's a secret podcast, meaning it's not public. You need to have an invitation to access it. And I want to invite you. So to get this free private podcast delivered right to your inbox, click on the link in the show notes or go to podcastholly.com. Super easy to remember, podcastholly.com. The link is also in the show notes.